Hey everyone and welcome back to the Good Life Podcast with me, Noor. Thank you so much for being a listener, wanting to consciously learn, grow and invest in your future. I'm genuinely so happy and so grateful for all the love and support we've gotten from you. I love reading all your messages, your insights from the episodes and seeing how it has truly transformed your life. And that's what we're here to do, to help facilitate that empowerment and powerful change within. And in today's episode, I'm going to be debunking some of the common myths we hear or tell ourselves that lead us to think that our life is now forever stuck and is that it is way too late, right, for us to start over and pursue what we truly want in life. So, have you been in situations where you're just unhappy with your current life? It could be the job you're in, you know, that you're dragging your feet to go to, always complaining how boring and frustrating it is to be at work, but you're still staying because you're telling yourself that you can't possibly find another company out there that would want to hire you. It could be the relationship that you're in, you know, where you seem to be the only one trying to salvage the relationship, leaving you emotionally drained and confused, but you're still staying because you fear being alone and can't live with the shame that comes with being single. It could be, you know, your academic studies where you are currently in the stream you don't enjoy, but you're still staying because you feel pressured to be in a field where your parents or the society believe would provide more financial stability and success. It could also be the body that you're in where you want to, you know, lose the extra pounds or pack on some muscle, but you're still eating all the junk food, not wanting to commit to your exercise regime, and at the end of the day, complaining how it is impossible, right, to reach your hashtag body goals. So day in and day out, you just don't feel happy. But day in and day out, you're still choosing to live the same life, repeating the same self-limiting thoughts over and over in your mind. So, unfortunately, many people just live with their unhappiness because it's the easier thing to do, right? It's often the root of least resistance to blame it on others for their mediocre life. You know, you could blame it on the weather, your boss, your parents, your partner, your genes, or, you know, your school teacher who didn't encourage or engage you enough. It's simply so much easier to blame it on others rather than to take ownership of our own lives, right? And to do something about it. But what if you could start over? right now and make a meaningful shift in your life what if i told you that there is a way to shift to a new experience what if you stopped blaming it on life and started taking real action and ownership over your own life so in this episode i hope It's going to help you do just that. So the first step towards any change, it's awareness, right? Being aware of your source of unhappiness. And don't say everything brings you unhappiness. I want you to be specific, you know, so as to not overwhelm you from the start. Just pick one thing 
you're unhappy about. Start with that and focus on that. So for instance, it could be, I am tired of being in this relationship that doesn't value and appreciate me. So practicing self-awareness allows you to better identify your inner state and to look at your own thoughts and life more objectively. So the second step is to figure out the contrast that would make you happy. And I want you to be specific about this again, right? If the contrast to I am tired, you know, being in this relationship that doesn't value and appreciate me is I want to be in a healthy relationship that makes me happy, then that is not being specific enough, right? I want you to really think it through. What would a happy relationship look like to you? What's healthy to you? What are the specific qualities that you look out for in a happy, healthy relationship? Is it respect, trust, effective communication, boundaries? What are your non-negotiables? What are your negotiables? What are your love languages, right? So the more specific you can be, the clearer you know what you're working towards. And... If you can't fully answer that, you know, with full confidence, then you still need to give yourself that time to figure that out. You know, and it's okay to give yourself that time to figure out you know, what a happy and healthy relationship would look like to you, right? And I feel that this should be an ongoing discussion with yourself. It's not like, you know, one day you reach a point of figuring it all out and then you just stop having discussion with yourself, right? Because you as an individual will evolve and change over time and naturally your expectations and standards in life in relationships it will change accordingly so this is the process of self-discovery that you need to allow yourself to embark you know to to know for yourself the type of relationship that you desire to have with others but first you need to form that healthy relationship with yourself before you can identify that in others right because it takes one to no one. So the third step is this. Identify everything that gets in the way of starting on that new journey right now. What is really preventing you from starting? And a lot of times, it's the mindset roadblocks we believe to be true about ourselves, right? So these are some of the popular ones we hear, we tell ourselves. So I'm sure you heard this. I will do it tomorrow. I'll start tomorrow, right? So starting tomorrow, it is always the greater setback because by pushing your personal goals to the side, you are subconsciously letting your brain know that it is not of importance, not of priority. But the thing is, your goals matter and hold value because you matter. So the thing with procrastination is that our brains are actually wired to think about, you know, our present and our future selves as two separate people. Now, this is a very interesting finding, right? And that's why we are able to prioritize our present mood at the expense of our future well-being, even though it's an irrational choice in the long term. So what we're trying to do is that we're trying to regulate our current mood and, you know, thinking our future self will be able to handle all of those feelings of insecurity, of anxiety and frustration and that somehow we will magically develop these miraculous coping skills to deal with all these emotions that we just can't deal with right now. So I feel that it's really about identifying the habit that keeps you from moving 
moving forward and identifying the places or things that you are spending most of your time on which aren't really of great importance or value to you. So are you saying yes to everything and taking on you know, other people's projects and living other people's dr- um, dreams more than your own? Are you feeling burnt out? You know, are you feeling overwhelmed that you don't even know where to start? So it's about prioritizing and refocusing your energy towards things that are more meaningful to you, right? It's about digging deeper to find personal meaning in your goals and tasks that you do. And another common saying that you've heard is this, I am too old to start that or to start anything. So the thing with age is that we often associate our age as a timeline for our goals. So we say by age 30, we're supposed to be married with two kids living our happy ever after. By 30, we're supposed to have a successful career earning the big bucks. By 30, we're supposed to have traveled the world, right? And do all the happening and fun stuff. By 40, we're supposed to own a big home with a fancy car. And by 65, we're supposed to be happily retired and chilling away. So... It's when we tag our achievements and goals to our age. And when, you know, those goals aren't met by then, the instant feeling of failure comes rushing in. So you now feel that you are too old to prosper or that it's really, you know, too late to start or do anything. And that the only option you have right now is to give up and to just go with the flow and to let life sail on its own, right? But the thing is this, the essence of time is not to be used as a means to set fixed goals, but instead as a guideline. That's all there is to it, right? A guideline. So, for instance, you know, Stan Lee, right? The comic book creator, he didn't create his first comic until he was 39. And at nearly 40, he created the first Fantastic Four comic, which later led him, you know, to co-create Spider-Man, Black Panther, the X-Men, and countless other legendary superheroes who are now dominating the box office decades later. And you have Vera Wang, right? The bridal couture fashion designer. Her childhood dream was to become an Olympic figure skater. But her dreams were crushed when she failed to make the team. So while this gave her considerable unhappiness, she refused to be halted in her pursuit for prominence. She found herself actually driven you know, to the world of fashion and design, There were like, you know, challenges and rejections, right, that she faced along the way, but she did not let it stop her. And it was not till the age of 39 that she began designing clothes professionally and later becoming one of the world's most respected names in fashion. And not to forget J.K. Rowling. She's the author of the most acclaimed children's book of all time, Harry Potter. She was going through a really tough time, you know, when she was writing her book. She lost her mum to multiple cirrhosis and, you know, which led her into the downward spiral of depression. And at the same time, you know, she was also raising her daughter as a single mum as she just came out of a toxic marriage, barely having enough money to put food on the table or to even afford rent. And when she managed to complete her first book, She needed to find a publisher to publish her book, but she was rejected by 12 publishers before she got her big break for her first book, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. 
It hit shelves in 1997 where it shot to immediate success. And overnight, J.K. Rowling was catapulted from her small apartment in Edinburgh to worldwide recognition. So can you imagine, you know, that journey, that process towards success? It's never an easy, straightforward path. And why I'm sharing with you these success stories is that it is really never too late to start anything. Because life happens all the time and at a different pace than everyone around you, right? There is a huge difference between getting distracted with life's unexpected challenges and actually allowing those moments to define you versus becoming aware of them and finding options and a way out. At the end of the day, time shouldn't be the essence of you know what to accomplish by when, but instead be used as a guideline to show you if you are on track and, you know, if that bucket list is is still in alignment to you. So one thing I want you to try is this, to identify one person you look up to, you know, whom you see as successful in your life, right? It could be your mom, it could be your dad, an entrepreneur, you know, a motivational coach, an actor, whoever, right? And then I want you to research on their strengths of failures, and rejections, and how they manage to overcome them. Because a lot of times, we tend to be so focused on their successes successes there that we actually overlook, right, the struggles that they went through before they got their big break. At the end of the day, there are things you can control, and there are things that you can't control. So what you can control is what you do your response to situations and circumstances. So I want you to focus on those things that you can change and create a plan around it. Because you are never too late. You are never too early. You are just exactly where you're supposed to be right now. So seize that moment and start taking action. So those are the three ways you can start taking ownership in your life right now. The first awareness of the self to identify your source of unhappiness. The second is figuring out what would make you happy and be specific about this. And the third is to identify those self-limiting beliefs about yourself and to overcome those fears that's been holding you back. So here's a quote for you to ponder upon. Success is something that doesn't happen overnight. You will have to go through tough experiences that are not going to be all rosy and pretty. But if you truly want to pursue your dreams and live your dreams, you have to sign up for the inconvenience, right? All you need to succeed in life is already within you. Believe you can and you will. So thank you so much for listening all the way through and I hope that gave you insights on your journey of introspection. I'd love to hear what you think about it. Drop us a DM on our social media, The Good Life underscore podcast on your questions and we'll be picking one question to be answered during the episode. So don't forget to subscribe, rate and share this episode if you enjoyed it. I can't wait for you to listen to the next episode. In the meantime, be bold, be beautiful and stay the amazing you that you are. Take care, everyone.